Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Thank you. As Julia says, my name is Jay Seaborn. I'm one of the clergy team here. Uh, Do let me add my welcome to you all. If it's your first morning at St George's, you are particularly welcome to be with us. And as Julia said at the beginning, during the last few weeks of uh, the morning service, we've been thinking about justice, about fairness, about doing the right thing. And this morning, we're going to look at the parable of the Good Samaritan and see what we can learn together. Now, as Jesus traveled around, uh, and he did a lot of traveling, he, people would ask him different questions. And one time, someone who fancied themselves a bit of a kind of expert, a bit of a, you know, smart aleck, uh, thought, well, you know, I shall ask Jesus a question. And they asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, that question isn't just asking, uh, what do I need to do to go to heaven? There's a real urgency and excitement What do I need to do to live life to the full right now? What do I need to do to be as close as possible to God? Well, we ended up with the most famous of answers. And you may be familiar with this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, the man in our story, the kind of, you know, clever clogs type, uh, does something that in all honesty I think I can picture myself doing. Those that know me will know this is true. And uh, he found, love love your neighbor. Hmm, love your neighbor. Well, who exactly is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? The person asks uh, Jesus. Um, Yeah. I should say, my actual next-door neighbor just put their hand up, which was quite amusing. I should let you all in on that joke. But uh, who, is, who is my neighbor? Well, to answer the question, Jesus uses a very famous parable, the parable of the Good Samaritan. And a parable really is a story that tells us a profound truth about God. And we're going to tell the parable this morning with a drama. If you want to follow along uh, at home or in the building with a Bible or your phone or whatever that has a Bible on, it's Luke chapter 10. And we're going to tell this in dramatic form. And so, as we saw earlier, Joanna, who lays roads much more quickly than the council, has put a road out from, yeah, yeah, no offence if you work for the council, um, from Jerusalem to Jericho. And here comes a traveller, travelling. So a man, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers, leaving him half dead. And next, a religious leader, a priest, happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, 
He passed by on the other side. A civic leader, a politician, someone important, also happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he also passed by on the other side. Mm. Now, for the next bit of our story, the famous bit, we're going to need to be very honest with ourselves. In Jesus' time, there was a lot of suspicion, mistrust between the Jewish people and the Samaritans. Quite honestly, they didn't like each other very much. Now, it may be that you can search your heart this morning and truly say that there is no prejudice within it. Prejudice is when we have unhelpful ideas about groups of people that are not fair, they're biased. Speaking for myself, I have to work quite hard not to bring unhelpful bias from 30-odd years of life into the situations I face. So what prejudice might still have a hold on our hearts? We keep that question in our minds as the next bit of the drama continues. So, a Samaritan, someone we don't trust, was traveling down the road. If we honestly search our hearts, who might that be to us? Notice that the girls are wearing blank t-shirts. Who would the Samaritan be to us? When they saw the man, when the Samaritan saw the man, they crossed the road and they helped. They lifted the Samaritan and took him to an inn and took care of him. A round of applause for our actors this morning. Thank you, everybody. Now, having told uh, this story, uh, Jesus then asked a question. It's the same question we find ourselves asking now, having watched our drama. Which of these people? Was it the religious leader, the political leader, or the Samaritan that was a neighbor to the man who had been robbed? And of course, it was the person who had had mercy, the person who'd loved him. It was the Samaritan. It was the good Samaritan. So what can we learn together then from that story about justice and about fairness? I'd like to suggest a few quick things this morning before I stop waffling on. So, I mean, the story of the Good Samaritan makes us ask questions about who our neighbors are and how we love them. At St. George's, we are literally, as you may have noticed, if you've been here many years, you'll know this very well, attached to St. George's Crypt is literally underneath our feet. Since 1930, the crypt has provided accommodation for homeless people, helping to make new neighbors amongst the most vulnerable people in society. And Lighthouse, our community for those battered and bruised by the storms of life, continues in that tradition, crossing the road, often literally, to reach out to people in the grip of addiction, mental health difficulties, or serious financial problems. 
Really importantly, the parable of the Good Samaritan challenges us to think wisely about who our neighbors truly are and how we can love and care for them. Many people in this country are about to open their homes to refugees and thus many others will become quite literally the neighbors of refugees. Now, it's my job to look for signs of God at work in the world. And uh, Tuesday night, I think it was, uh, someone can correct me if it wasn't, there was the concert for Ukraine on ITV. I think it was Tuesday. Now, there were criticisms kind of floating about on the night about the event. There were some quite serious ones, as well as my kind of flippant and kind of instant dislike of Camilla Caballo's cover of Fix You. Anyway, there were serious concerns. And actually, the important thing was that the event raised over £13 million. And I was struck by one announcement in particular. The Disasters Emergency Committee, the umbrella group for the various charities helping Ukraine, has been running a fundraising appeal for Afghanistan for quite a long time. And that was highlighted by the presenters on the evening. There's the parable of the Good Samaritan, and I would say indeed the whole gospel and the whole Bible has a radical message of who our neighbor truly is. I will give you a clue. It is everyone. It is everyone. That all being said, I don't think the story of the Good Samaritan and the Christian gospel would have changed billions of lives if its central message was merely, we ought to do this or we ought to do that, important as those things may be. As we saw in our drama earlier, part of the reason the story is so powerful is because we bring our own bias and prejudice and discrimination into it. And sadly, that's because our lives as people have bias, prejudice and discrimination in them. Now, I don't know about you, it may just be me, but, you know, I, I certainly get things wrong. I mess uh, stuff up. I upset people. Sometimes I hurt people. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to do it. I try to be a good guy, but I don't always get things right. Jesus, however, did. Jesus lived a life without fault, a life in perfect harmony with God, and yet he was put on trial and put on a cross. Jesus loved us so much that he took all our mess and failure on himself, and he allowed the ultimate injustice, the ultimate unfairness to happen to him so that we can know forgiveness. And soon on Easter Sunday as a church, we will celebrate the amazing truth that having died on the cross, Jesus rose again, and we can know his presence in our lives today. You see, far too often we think of ourselves as the good Samaritan in the parable, or we aspire to be the good Samaritan. Whereas really, quite often, we're down here where our traveler was. We're kind of battered and bruised by the storms of life, kind of needing picnic blanket. We easily forget that it is Jesus, really, who's crossed the road to help us in the first instance. 
He's responded to our need. He's met us where we are in our brokenness and mess when we're at the side of the road with our blanket. And it's Jesus that invites us to stand and to get up again. And yes, we love others, but we do that in the strength that Jesus gave us because Jesus loved us first. I wanted to show you something you may have seen in the news. I'm hoping this will come up. Uh, Photo. Fantastic. The man in the centre of the photo is a Russian soldier who's just surrendered to Ukrainian forces. And look what happens. The Ukrainian people show him love. He's got something to drink. They treat him with kindness. That's something to eat. Most touchingly of all, I think, they help him to FaceTime his mum back at home. And the Russian soldier is overwhelmed by their kindness. He can't believe the utterly extraordinary and amazing way that they're treating him, the grace that he is receiving from them. Jesus crosses the road in love to respond to us and to help us stand, to lift us up from our brokenness. And the question I finish with this morning is this. How can we cross the road in love for others and do the same? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.